leading sport stories of the day on SAFM. Well, also just in, TS Sporting has now joined Maccabi in the NFD after they defeated Mangawung United 5-4 on penalties in the second semi. So they'll play in the final with Maccabi and both teams that make the final an automatic promotion to the National First Division. So well done to them. But as promised, let's talk comrades now. We'll get into to the business side of comrades shortly. But I just want us to have a quick look at some of the race favorites. And Q1 Walker joins us on the line now. He won't be commentating this year for a very good reason because he's aiming for his fourth comrades finish. Uh, Q1, good evening. How are you feeling? Uh, thanks for having me on the show. I'm feeling uh, excited, uh, but I'm looking forward to having as much fun as one can have running 90Ks on Sunday. <laughs> Why did you decide to swap the mic for the road this year? Uh, you know, it's uh, it's hard to talk as well for 13 hours <laughs> on race day, so I'd rather let my legs do the talking. Um, but, you know, having said that, the Comrades Marathon, it's, it's the world's, to me, it's the world's greatest foot race in the world. And, you know, just to be part of it, um, to be part of that history and the tradition around it, um, you know, it's an opportunity that I just can't let uh, let go. So that's the, the main reason why I'm running it. Q1 folklore has it that you've been a sporter since the age of 11. Is that true? How did you get started? Yeah, yeah it's true. When I was uh, 11 years old, um, the person at, the, at that time, who's now actually the Comrades Chairman, uh, Cheryl Wynn, huh? she was amazed at my knowledge of the race, and she put me on the press truck. I was only 11 years old, and for the next uh, couple of years on the press truck, I would rattle off all the information with no computer or anything, just all in my head, the athletes' names and the spelling of their names and the results for all the journalists uh, on the press truck. So that's how I got into the whole media side of, of, of athletics. So the journalist would go to an 11-year-old to find out who who's who? Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> what a great story. Well done. But we called you yeah. to just help us look at the favourites. Let's start with news in today. Claude Mushiwa pulling out. Were you counting him as one of the contenders? Um, I had him down maybe for one of the latter goals, but um, not for a win or anything like that. You know, Claude is a, a really versatile athlete. He's a, he's a top contender, but he is getting on a little bit now um, in age. You know, the, the last down run, he did manage to get a gold medal, but last year he, he suffered quite badly on the up run. And, you know, if you look at his previous year's results from Comrades, the up is where he, you know, favored more. Um, obviously, he won the, the up run back in 2013, so... Yeah, it's sad that he's not in, but um, I didn't have him down um, to be a, a contender for going for a win. Mm, a lot's been said about David Khatebe, the downrun record holder, 2016 champ, but there has been some, dra- some drama in his team with him leaving the camp early. Do you see that affecting him, his, his so-called rift with John Hamlet also? Um, yes and no. You know, um, David does know what he's doing. Although, you know, in 2016, that was the first time David actually was in the camp for the full eight weeks. And, you know, what John did for, for him there was remarkable. And mm. we saw that with his result. Um, not not so much can be said of last year's race where he didn't perform. But, um, you know, I was with the guys last year. Actually, I was privileged to be there in the camp for two months. And, mm. David was actually fitter than he was in 2016, but the whole camp came down with um, a throat infection. They all had flu a week before the race, so the majority of them were actually running the race on antibiotics. Mm. Um, so that's the reason why David didn't do well. But, you know, he, he also had this fallout uh, with his team um, shortly before the Two Oceans Marathon as well, where he left the camp. But he still managed to come third there, you know, a result he hadn't managed to do for a few years at Two Oceans. So I think uh, he'll have a point to prove. Um, both to his coach and his team, but then also to all the other athletes who say that, you know, he's a one-off wonder. 
Bong mm. Musam Teto has also been mentioned last year as a champion of the Upran. He is so focused. He's not been doing interviews uh, uh, recently. How do you see him doing? <coughs> yeah, Bong Musam Tembu is the danger man. Um, I know David has got the, the 518 downrun uh, record, but, you know, Bong Musa is a versatile athlete. Um, he excels on the downrun. You know, in, in the last uh, three downruns, he's finished uh, second, first, and third. Um, you know, that's a phenomenal pedigree, and he's never managed to get even a gold on an uprun. And then last year, he goes and wins the uprun when everyone said, no, he's only a downrunner. So, you know, he's he's a, he's an all-rounder. And when it comes to the downrun, you definitely cannot uh, write Bong Musa off. He, he's a local guy from, from KZN. Mm-hmm. He's been training up in Bulwa. Um, and, and Underberg, and yeah, for, for me, uh, I say there's a couple guys that can win the race, but mm. um, Bongusa is a definite firm favorite for for that win. Just talking about Bongusa Mtembu, I mean, I was at the press conference last year after he won, and he he was saying that he doesn't get as much respect as he deserves. Do you agree with him? Um, yeah, yes and no. You know, when it comes to to the respect, I think it's maybe because he wasn't getting golds every year. You know, on the down and the up. I think definitely now he's earned his respect by winning uh, both directions. But he's he's a quiet guy as well. And, you know, the, the guys who are quite outspoken and, and you know, who, who talk openly to the media, those guys, you always hear about them because, you know, they're promoting themselves. So when yeah. you are a champ, you still need to, you know, not just uh, let the, the legs do the talking, so to speak, but also, you know, do a lot of uh, talking yourself. So... I think Bongusa, you know, he's, he's also a shy guy. He, mm. he prefers just to, to let the running do, do his speaking for him. But I think definitely after winning last year's uprun, um, yeah, he's, he's definitely got my respect and I'm sure a lot of the other athletes as well. Who else are you expecting to have a good run in the men's race, Kewan? Um, definitely Ludwig Mamabolo. You can't count him out. Mm. Also, he's been top three numerous occasions on the last couple down runs. And then from Lesotho to Wokoselo, um, I think he's a dark horse. He's trained really, really hard up in Lesotho for this year's race. Um, he didn't have the greatest two oceans, but that was due to some travel plans that he had going to the race. Um, we had some transport problems, but yeah, I think to Wokoselo, um, David Katebe, Ludwig, uh, Bongmusen, Tembu, Gift Kelehe as well, I wouldn't write mm. off. And um, yeah, I think those are, are the main guys. And not forgetting Prodigal Kumalo. Um, they call him the chameleon because he excels both on the road running and the, the ultra trail trail uh, running as well. So mm. I think he's bound to have a good one. And he's actually from the same camp as uh, John Hamlet. Mm. There have been some high-profile withdrawals in the women's race. Caroline Wasman and, and, and Camille, were you caught by surprise by Caroline's withdrawal? Um, yes and no. With with Caroline, you know, I, I really would love to see the Caroline that we know when she, she won Comrades um, back in 2015. And, you know, she took down the Russian twins that year, if you remember. Mm. But, um, yeah, I think she's had a few uh, issues around injury and stuff. Um, when I spoke to her at the Two Oceans Marathon this year, which she literally just jogged, uh, she, she ran an easy run there, just running under five hours. She said, you know, she was fit and she was healthy and she had gone to Kenya for a month and she was currently in CrossCorp where she trained before for previous years. But, you know, to see her, her pull out, it was quite a shock. And uh, yeah, I really expected to see her, her coming back this year. But, you know, there's, there's always next year. And, you know, these elite athletes, they understand their bodies. And it's not so much like even where myself, I'm not 100% ready for this year's race, but I'm still going to go and run it for the fun of it and, and be part of it. But for an elite athlete, 
it's you know it's their livelihood, so they can't um, you know do too much damage to their bodies if they're not 100% ready for it. Mm, so the field a bit open now. There's Gerda Stein, Shane Bosman, uh, also Sarah Bad being mentioned. Can we look beyond this for the winner? Um, I think yeah, those those are the the top athletes. But you know, when I commentated earlier this year on the Two Oceans Marathon. Um, people caught by surprise because I actually mentioned in the studio before the race started, I said that Gerdestein was winning the race today. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going to say the same for, for Comrades. So even if Camille Heron and, you know, all the ladies were, were there at Comrades this year, I don't want to, you know, jinx it or anything, but I really feel that uh, Gerda at the moment is just in a class of her own. Um, with her marathon time of 2.37, the way she ran two oceans, so relaxed like that, I think she's the... Maybe not to go as, as far as saying it, but she could be the next uh, first Thunder Merva that South Africa has seen. Oh, nice one. And finally, um, Q1 with the race ending at the Moses Mabida Stadium. Can we expect a record this year? Do you see a record? Definitely not. Um, you know, to to get a record on this course, um, the equivalent I, I worked out yesterday would be the equivalent of running a 514 comrades on the, the old course, 513, 514. And the women's equivalent would be around a 549 uh, from 554. So I definitely don't see that. I think we'll see a winning time in the men's race anywhere between 5 hours 30, 5 hours 32 minutes. And the women's race around um, 612, 615, somewhere around there. That's that's my feeling. Okay, great stuff. And what are you going for? Yeah. A sub what what just to finish. <laughs> <laughs> just to finish. Okay, all the yeah. best, mate. We'll look out Thank for you. Thank you so much. Thank you very Thanks much very for the much. insight. Thank you. Uh, Q1 Walker does some commentary for SAPC. He's running uh, this year around and as we had, he's been a spotter since he was 11. I've been waiting to ask him that because I've always said uh, this story whenever comrades come around, comes around that there's been this kid, this kid, this kid, Q1 Walker. And there he confirmed it. Up next, we talk the business side of the comrades.